Welcome to the Protoss podcast. Today's date is Friday the 16th of April and you're listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week we covered Craig Wright's Satoshi-related lawsuits, HSBC's unwillingness to touch crypto and the Silk Road hacker who may have finally been unmasked. But first... The week started off with some juicy big-name lawsuits as consumer giant Shopify and crypto wallet provider Ledger face legal action from two disgruntled phishing victims. The claim is that Shopify's data leak of April 2020 led to Fisher scamming close to $340,000 in cryptocurrency at today's prices from the plaintiffs. The leak involved the personal data of 273,000 Shopify users and was made possible after some sneaky Shopify employees exploited a vulnerability in the company's database. Months later, researchers discovered a data set related to another 270,000 leaked user details, this time from Ledger. The data included the likes of emails, addresses, phone numbers and previous purchases. From there, the hackers would contact individuals and make their efforts to steal what they could, in some instances posing as the Stellar Development Foundation and convincing the plaintiff to hand over their Stellar Lumen tokens. But the legal action doesn't stop there. The plaintiffs are also seeking damages for the ongoing security concerns and threats that they still face today. And all this is being done with the help of one of the hottest lawyers in the crypto industry. Rosh Friedman, who's also wrapped up in cases involving the likes of Bitfinex, Binance, BitMEX, KuCoin and Tron. The lawyers argue that had the plaintiffs known that their data was at risk, they would never have purchased a Ledger wallet. After all, Ledger's own marketing campaign states, if you don't want to get hacked, get a Ledger wallet. As always, not your key, not your coin. Craig Wright's claims to be Satoshi may have just caught up with him as the Crypto Open Patent Alliance prepares to sue him for failing to prove his self-proclaimed title. The alliance is asking the UK High Court to rule that Wright holds no ownership over the Bitcoin white paper in spite of his numerous legal claims made earlier this year. The non-profit organisation is led by Jack Dorsey's Square and includes members such as Coinbase and Kraken. The alliance previously asked Wright to prove his Nakamoto claim by February the 19th. Wright's claims to be Bitcoin's creator started back in December 2015, when both Wired and Gizmodo relayed supposed troves of evidence to back him up. However, both investigations are now considered to be the result of elaborate hoaxes backed by mountains of forged documents. The whole thing could be cleared up relatively quick, however. After all, for Wright to prove he's the one, all he has to do is use a private key tied to one of the earliest BTC blocks on the ledger or move some original Bitcoin that only Nakamoto could have mined. Go on, make a move, Craig. Anything. We're getting bored here. Now, not that it needs reporting, Bitcoin is open source, so nobody owns it. And nobody owns the Bitcoin white paper either. Nakamoto released the document under the permissive MIT license, which broadly allows free reuse and republishing. So it's no surprise, really, that Copper, which defends open source crypto technology, is now taking the fight to write. 
HSBC has again disclosed that it has, quote, no appetite for digital assets after the bank barred customers from buying stock in Bitcoin-forward business intelligence company MicroStrategy. This Tuesday's ban, which means HSBC platform InvestDirect no longer supports the buying of MicroStrategy shares, meaning traders can only hold or sell existing stock. HSBC decided that MicroStrategy now derives too much of its value from Bitcoin. And they may have a point, MicroStrategy's chief exec, Michael Saylor, has so far spent $2.26 billion on the cryptocurrency since August last year, according to Bitcoin Treasuries, giving MicroStrategy the largest Bitcoin stack of any public company. This means, according to Citibank analyst Tyler Radke, Saylor's Bitcoin fascination is one of, quote, disproportionate focus. And while both BTC and MicroStrategy were way up in December... Seeking Alpha noted that in March, MicroStrategy's share price were extra sensitive to Bitcoin dumps and highlighted that MicroStrategy had fallen 13% when Bitcoin dropped less than 6 But this is a position that HSBC has held for some time now, since 2018. In January, the Times reported that HSBC is preventing customers from depositing cash from crypto exchanges into UK accounts, which is making it increasingly difficult for crypto traders to bank their profits. Going against the tide may be, well, at least in the eyes of Sailor, who remains bullish on BTC buying another 253 Bitcoin, that's $16 million worth, just last week. Elsewhere, Wall Street old guards JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs are just warming up to crypto. However, they're still only expected to offer Bitcoin exposure to some of their wealthiest clients. A mysterious hacker who stole $4 billion worth of Bitcoin from the notorious Silk Road may have finally been unmasked. The dark web marketplace was originally shut down by the feds back in 2013 and with it went its creator Ross Ulbricht sentenced to life in prison. But 18 months prior to the site's closure, someone swindled 70,411 Bitcoin, which at the time came to a pretty $359,000. Today, it would be a hefty $4.5 billion. The incident only came to light last November when authorities disclosed information relating to the case of Individual X, the name given to the mastermind behind the attack. As part of this disclosure, authorities announced that the Bitcoin stolen from Silk Road had been forfeited. That's the most lucrative criminal forfeiture in US history. However, the San Francisco US Attorney's Office and Internal Revenue Service actually identified Individual X in 2020 but the hacker gave up the illicit Bitcoin in exchange for a number of undisclosed concessions from prosecutors. But now, one bad business deal may have cost X their anonymity. The smoking gun has detailed recent legal filings from Las Vegas entrepreneur Jay Bloom, who's seeking to recover $2.2 billion from an individual thought to be serial fabulist Raymond Yan. Yan filed for bankruptcy shortly after a Nevada judge rules in Bloom's favour in 2018. And while relatively little known about Yan, here are some key takeaways. He's said to be a child refugee from a Cambodian concentration camp, claimed to have attended the Massachusetts Institute of Technology at age 14, and purported to have raised billions of dollars by managing funds for foreign governments. Bloom's lawyers argued that he, via his business entities, holds judicially declared superior property interests in those assets, 
or as the smoking gun puts it, Bloom says he has first dibs. Whether that's true is a matter for the courts, but until then, the US will have to refrain from selling off any of those seized Bitcoin, which must only get tougher as the price of BTC climbs. Bitcoin is up 300% since the forfeiture last November. And that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but we realise that there's only so much we can cover in under 10 minutes. So if you want more of the stories that matter, check out protoss.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and any other major podcast provider. We'll be back next week. See you then. <laughs>